Hello and welcome to the Focus Church Podcast. Here you can find all our weekly messages. We trust that God will speak to you today. Enjoy the message. Hey, online family, uh, YouTube family, hope you're doing well. We just got out of an incredible service. And this week, instead of just giving you the message, I wanted to give you a little preview of what we experienced during worship as well. If you're looking for a church in the area, you can go to focus.church, which is our website, and you can find times and locations. We would love to have you join us in person, but until that time, you can get a little preview of the worship from uh, Sunday morning as we begin a brand new series titled Citizen. God bless. Let's clap our hands one more time for the goodness of God, for the grace of God. Hallelujah. I truly believe that we are in the presence of God today. We are in the presence of an almighty king today. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on this church. We need it, God. We need a revival, God, that only can come from you, Lord. Oh, King Jesus, come right now. Visit us right now. Visit us in our dysfunction. Visit us in our sin. Visit us in our messed up nature, oh God. Heal us right now. We love you, Father. We repent and we turn from our wicked ways and we look to you as our chief source, as our King and our Savior and our Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Miracle signs and wonders right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. If you are standing, you may be seated in the presence of an almighty God today. Wow, what a mighty God we serve. Thank you, worship team. If you didn't know, that worship team works hard every single week to get us into the presence of God. So if you see them in the lobby, you better thank them for all that they do. Working so hard to get us there. If you didn't know Joe, Joe is an electrician by trade. He spent his whole week here working for the church for free, giving up of his time. And then he comes in here and leads you into the presence of God. Come on, somebody. If you're looking for a place to serve, I I would uh, tell you that we're always looking for people who have gifts and talents and abilities off stage or on stage. And we would love to have you join a team. You can just go to igettoserve.com 
and sign up to serve in the kids' ministry, sign up to, sign up to serve on the worship team, uh, our experience hosts, our ushers, our greeters, our parking lot, all those things. We would love to have you, and uh, we're just grateful. We're beginning 21 days of prayer and fasting, and uh, if you're interested in joining me on that, you can go to focus.church slash 21, and you'll be able to find resources there. Uh, maybe the Lord is calling you this year of, uh, for a season of consecration, of giving up something that means something to you in order for him to fill you with something that means more. And fasting really isn't about what you let go of. It's really about what he puts into you. And so don't get religious with it about like, oh, I had a, 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 a what's it called? I had rice. It wasn't queen, queen all. What's it called? Uh, quinoa. I didn't have queen, quinoa rice on this day. And God's going to spite me. No, just consecrate yourself to the Lord. Turn off the Netflix, the YouTube, the Newsmax, Fox News, CNN, whatever you watch. Turn it off and just allow the, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Watch what God does over these 21 days if you consecrate yourself to him. And it starts today, but if you need like a warm-up day, go ahead and, you know, eat yourself happy today and then start tomorrow. Whatever you want to do, just the grace of God may be, he may be upon you. And just consecrate yourself. Maybe it's you're going to commit 21 days to praying with your spouse out loud every night before you go to bed. Watch what happens to your marriage if you did that. If you prayed out loud with your spouse for the next 21 days, uh, watch what would happen there. That might even be better for your soul than fasting. Uh, you might find better results praying with your spouse out loud for the next 21 days uh, than you would find abstaining from solid foods. However you decide to participate, you can go to focus.church slash 21. We'll be releasing devotional content and things like that for you. Our staff is preparing that, and that'll be on social media as well. But maybe you're fasting social media. You can just go on your browser to focus.church slash 21, and we'll provide for you uh, content there. Also, I'd love to just welcome all of our first-time guests. Can we clap our hands for all those that are joining us for the first time? You came to church in the middle of a pandemic during a, an election cycle like we've never seen before during some civil unrest, and you made it to church for the first time. Come on, that's a big deal, and uh, we're so glad you're here. Welcome to the family, and uh, if you'll just do us one favor, that's to grab the purple U card located on the seat around you, and you could fill that out, and we would love just to be able to um, connect with you, give you a free gift on your way out today in the lobby, and just say hello, and it's always an honor to meet people who are um, looking for a new church home. We are beginning a new series um, of messages titled Citizen, and uh, for the next several weeks, I want to talk to you about where our allegiance lies as a church. Uh, we, uh, our allegiance lies in the kingdom of God, and I think it's important at times to be reminded that our time here on earth is temporary. Our allegiance here on earth is temporary. But our time spent in heaven will be eternal. Our time spent in the kingdom of God will be eternal. And so if we can refocus and repurpose and reprioritize our desires to say, I am a kingdom citizen, I think what we will find is that our, um, our political nature, the heaviness of our, of our country right now, will actually be uh, postured and repositioned to a rightful place. Because we are kingdom people first, Americans second. And I think it's important that we uh, maybe have a transfer of citizenship. I don't want to have dual citizenship. Dual citizenship means I have equal access to both kingdoms. 
I have citizenship here on earth and citizenship in heaven. This is a singular, a soul citizenship type of kingdom that we serve. You must love God and hate the other. You must love, the, the Bible says that you cannot serve two masters. Therefore, I am a kingdom citizen prior to being an American citizen. And, 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 and please hear me. I'm not here to uh, dismantle any more democracy, okay? I'm not here to... Um, I'm an American, man, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be an American, but I'm even more proud to be a kingdom citizen. And if anything that I've seen this week is maybe a, a misalignment with where our citizenship lies, and this isn't really a one side or the other, it's really just a confusion that maybe Americans have had, especially Christian Americans, our allegiance is with the Lord. And our citizenship is in heaven and not here on earth. As a matter of fact, when I was eight years old in, in July of 1995, my citizenship was transferred. I became a citizen of the kingdom. I became saved, and now I worship a king. His name is Jesus. He is the, the savior of the world. He is the Messiah. He is who I surrendered my life to. I did not surrender my life to Donald J. Trump. did not surrender my life to Joe Biden. I did not surrender my life to Bill Clinton or George Bush or Barack Obama. My life has been surrendered to Jesus. He's the author and perfecter of my faith. The first and the last, the beginning and the end. He serves no term limits. Therefore, I am a citizen of the kingdom. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. If you have a copy of God's word, Philippians chapter 3. You know, there are two things that you're not supposed to talk about with your in-laws at Thanksgiving. Do you know what those are? Politics and religion. You heard this before, right? So whatever you do, you can talk about football. You can talk about the weather. You can talk about all your new job and your new career. Just whatever you do, don't talk about politics or religion. The issue is that politics have become our religion. And we can't talk about anything else but that which consumes our mind every single day. And so over the next several weeks, uh, my job is not to be anti-American or to be anti this country, which I love and I love the freedoms that we have. My, my job is to ensure that we are pro-kingdom and that you realize that your citizenship here on this earth is, is but so small in time. And our, our citizenship in eternity is much larger than that. And no need to get worked up because the algorithm put that post in front of your eyes. Because some, somebody in, in Silicon Valley wrote a code that made that post make you mad because they knew that you would live in that comment section for the next four days and not be able to sleep at night. I am not a citizen of that. I am a citizen of the kingdom. And the infighting that I've seen this week and the, the disgracefulness that I've seen this week is um, astounding somewhat disgusting and it, it makes me have a heavy heart but I'm not going to react in anger I'm going to respond through teaching and I think if I instead of reacting through anger and I respond through teaching what what I think we can do is we can come to a mutual agreement that America is not first the kingdom of heaven is first and all these seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things all these other things will happen to you and I know it might be a little challenging for some, but I think that if we look at the Bible, it will help us in a great way. Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 17, if you have a copy of God's Word. If you don't have a copy of God's Word, it will be on this television right here. 
It says this, verse 17, brothers, join in intimidating, imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly, their earthly appetite. And they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body. I'm looking for a transformation in this lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Father, we are at such a pivotal point, not just as a country, but as a church. I'm at a pivotal point as a leader where what I say must be from you and only from you. And what I preach must, must have only come from time spent in your presence. Help me, oh God, communicate your truth on your behalf as the priest of this temple, as the head of this spiritual household. Allow me, oh God, to be used by you. But if you choose to use other means, by all means do so. I surrender my life to you, God. I surrender this word to you, God. It is nothing it is nothing but, but yours. Everything we own is yours. Everything we have is yours. We are citizens of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, John. I grew up uh, overseas. If you didn't know this, my parents have spent now close to 30 years in Europe as missionaries in Spain. Prior to Spain, we lived in Costa Rica. Prior to Costa Rica, I had spent several months uh, in the summertime in the southernmost part of India called Madras. I've been to over 30 different countries in my lifetime. As a matter of fact, I've traveled so much that I carry with me at all times uh, my passport. People think it's crazy, but I say if I get kidnapped, I want the people to know exactly where to take me to, back to this place, home, you know? I want to make sure that if I have to jump on an airplane in the last minute, that I have all the documentation I need that gets me back into this country whenever I leave it. You know what I'm saying? Because here's the deal. I can't show them this driver's license and get back into this country. When you leave this country, you have to have a document that says, I am a citizen of America. I can't show them my Bank of America debit card and say, well, I'm, I'm a citizen of Bank of America. Not going to cut it. I can't show them this ordination card from the, the General Council of the Assemblies of God. I can't show them that I'm a credentialed minister with the Assemblies of God. Let me back in this country. Can't do that. Can't use this health insurance card or this church card or anything like that. I must use this one document that's been approved by the government that gets me back in. I don't want to show you this because you'll probably take the numbers and do something weird with it on the black market. But it says that the authority that gave me this this is the United States Department of State. And one of the things that my parents always did whenever we moved to a new country, 
especially in Madrid. We lived in the capital city. It's like New York City. It's millions of people. It's hustling. It's bustling. It's very busy. One of the first things that my parents did when we moved there when I was 10 years old is they took us to the embassy. And they said this, even as kids, they said, if anything ever happens, if your mom and dad get kidnapped, if we get taken, if something happens to this family, you make your way to this building right here. And there was a big tank in front. It was super cool. Huge guns, big American flag. Yeah. At all times. They said, if anything happens, if anything happens to you, you get someone to get you to this place right here. You get, you get someone to get you to the embassy. And if you can get to the embassy, they will take care of you. The church is the embassy for citizens of heaven. The church is sacred ground for citizens of heaven. See, here's the deal. And the U.S. Embassy, it is U.S. territory in Madrid, Spain. As a matter of fact, if there was a fire in the U.S. Embassy in Madrid, Spain, the, the firefighters have to have permission from the United States in order to access that building because that building is technically, when you cross the threshold, you are on American soil. When you drive down Destiny Drive, you are on heaven's soil. You are on sacred ground. You are in a heavenly place. This is a window into the, into the miraculous places that God has for you. That's why when you come here, you are a citizen of the kingdom. Oh, it's important for you to understand this, especially now, because my allegiance is when I'm here is to the kingdom of heaven. My, 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 I, I, I grew up, I don't know if you guys grew up this way, but when I grew up, you stood up every single day through the loudspeaker and you said the Pledge of Allegiance. Every day. It doesn't matter what day it was. You, you stood up, you put your hand over your heart, and you said the Pledge of Allegiance. Why? Because it was reminding us where we are citizens of. But when you come in here, we, we have allegiance to the kingdom of God. Jesus first. The kingdom first. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the, the embassy is, is like a physical manifestation of countries abroad. This place is a physical manifestation of the presence of God here on earth. You, when you come in here, guess what? This is heavenly soil. This is, a, this is not American ground. This is heavenly ground. This is holy ground. What do I love about that? It's safe place. If there's an attack from the enemy outside of this place, you come in here, you bring your burdens. You come in here and we'll help you fight your battles. You come in here and we'll, you can cast your cares upon the Lord. Why? Because in here, this is a kingdom citizenship. We are citizens of heaven here. So when you come into this place as a believer, you need to understand that your, your rightful place and, and the rights that you have are, are expressed in the kingdom. You can come boldly and confidently before the presence of God in this place this is not just an American church. This is a kingdom church. Oh, this is important for some because I think this week we, we've been exposed. This week our allegiance was, was flexed. It was stretched. We were tempted to, to say uh, country above God, this above that. And what I came to preach today, what God told me to tell you, is that we are American second and we are kingdom citizens first. If it is not the kingdom first and if it's America first, we've got it all wrong. Now don't get me wrong. I love the freedoms we have in this country. I love where we live. I'm so grateful for it. As a matter of fact, I love American soil. 
I've lived everywhere. I've been everywhere. I've been to places that you don't want to go. I've been to places that are very uncomfortable, very, very uncomfortable. And then I come back to America. Whoo, I love it. Kiss the ground. You know, have you ever done that? Have you ever left the country? Come back, you're like, oh, yes, praise God for air conditioning. Hallelujah. Praise God for Dr. Pepper. Hallelujah. I used to have churches send me boxes of macaroni and cheese. Dad used to say, hey, there's a church that's going to send a care package to us. What do you want? And all I wanted was Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's all I wanted. Why? Because I love Kraft macaroni and cheese. I love America. Couldn't find it in Spain. Dr. Pepper is hard to find. I love Dr. Pepper. Cheer wine. I love cheer wine. That's why we moved to North Carolina. It's America. But I have to be careful that America doesn't become my idol. We went to Haiti. It was tough. There's only one room with air conditioning. I slept in that little lobby of that hotel. I, I didn't even go to my room. I just wanted to stay there. They were feeding me things I didn't know where they were from. We landed in Atlanta, and we ran to that Chick-fil-A. They stormed the Capitol this week. We stormed that Chick-fil-A. We said, give me every chicken biscuit, every chicken sandwich, every gallon of sweet tea you got back there. Why? Because we missed our home country. You are a temporary resident here on earth. Your eyes should be fixed on heaven. Your, your focus should be fixed on things above, not on earthly things. The writer here is saying, listen, we are citizens of heaven. Not just patriots here on earth. If your idol is being a patriot, then you're not being an ambassador for the kingdom. If this is an embassy, I am the diplomat. I am the ambassador for Christ, for the kingdom. And I just want to let you know, here on this sacred space, when you cross through the threshold of Destiny Drive, you came into heavenly territory. You came into holy ground. You walked onto foreign territory to you, but it's actually common territory for those that are in the kingdom. That's why it's so tough right now. Those watching online may be struggling with coming back to, to church. It feels like your faith is in a foreign land. But when you walk into this building, it should feel like home. It should feel like you're a citizen of heaven. We're kingdom citizens, church. Don't, let be, don't be fooled by the allegiance that you've seen this week on the news. We our first kingdom citizens. I can't express to you enough how my heart has been broken to see some of the infighting, even amongst people that go to this church. I'm thinking to myself, y'all are, you don't understand, you both are Americans, but before you both are Americans, you're citizens of heaven. If you're gonna dispute anything, let's dispute eternal matters. Salvation by Christ alone. The Bible as the infallible truth. I got some, some things we can discuss. Spirit baptism, right? Well, there are other things that we can discuss. But if we discuss earthly things, that means our minds are fixated on earthly things. I was telling someone I saw a flag. <laughs> I saw a flag this week on the news. And the flag read... Uh, Jesus, the name above every other name. And then on top of that flag was a Donald Trump flag. And I just thought to myself, 
at least reverse the flags. Like, like, Jesus, name above every name, on top of it, was a Trump flag. Now, this isn't a political thing. I'm just telling you, the, the only flag that we wave around here is the name of Jesus. He is the name above every name. And so I, my allegiance is to Christ. Well, I know it gets uncomfortable sometimes. But I just saw it. It was like so weird to me. I'm like, where did we miss it? Where did we miss the fact that Jesus, Jesus is the name above every name. It, he is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. At the end of the day, everything else that we've seen will be dismantled and burned. But my allegiance is to the kingdom. And our fixation on temporary things has to stop. It's, it's, it's a virus that's worse than COVID. Our idol worship to our patriotism is a virus that's worse than COVID. Do we need to protect our freedoms? 100%. Do we need to make sure that we have our rights? Absolutely. But not before we understand that our citizenship is first in heaven. Don't get worked up about earthly things. Get worked up about eternal things. How many people are dying and going to hell in this zip code? That should bother you. Now argue about that in the comment section. How many people in this city don't know the name of Jesus? How many people in this city have no hope? How many in this city have never been on this sacred soil? Have never stood on this holy ground? They don't know the hope that you carry. They don't know the joy that you have. And when they see your comments, it looks like you don't have the same joy. Prove to them that you can be above that. Prove to them that you can... Be a citizen of heaven. It says in Hebrews 13, verse 14, it says, uh, For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. It's in the future. It's in the future. It's in the future. The church is the embassy for citizens of heaven. I want you to know this is a safe place for you. If you go through something this week, come to the embassy. Rush to the presence of God. Rush to the embassy. That's why I love when I see us worshiping together. Because what we're saying is we know what happens out there is a foreign, foreign land. But what happens in here is actually sacred space. It's really good. It's really good for us to come together and worship. And I understand that many are worshiping online during this season. Let me tell you right now, when you can get your feet on this soil and no longer in foreign soil, you will sense the presence of God like never before. You feel like a foreigner right now because what's happening is you, your feet have not been on sacred ground. That's my encouragement to you. If you're you know, at risk and things like that, please stay home. I'm not advocating for you to be careless. I'm just letting you know that when you get home, when you feel like you're at home, you can sense the presence of God. The second observation is this, is that praise is the passport into the presence. Praise is the passport into the presence. You need a passport. Psalm 100, verse 4 in the King Jimmy, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. The passport you need to get into the presence of God is praise and thanksgiving. It surprises me how many people want to come into this territory with no praise. You want to come onto our ground, the kingdom ground, with no worship. 
I'm going to come in here and I'm not going to worship. Well, the passport to get into the presence of God is praise. The passport to get into the presence of the Lord is worship. If you don't have praise, you can't get into the presence. If you're not thankful, you can't get into the the goodness of God, the riches of God. The psalmist says, "I, I will delight myself in the Lord. His praise will continually be on my lips. Why? He understood that praise is the passport to the presence of God. You can't get into the presence without praise. If you come into the presence with a negative attitude, your result is going to be negative territory. You complain, you're going to, get ne- you're going to go into the negative territory. And this is, a, this is interesting because this passport is an old one. They, they punch holes in it to make it invalid so that I can't sell it on the black market to someone or anything like that. And as a matter of fact, this, this passport um, was cut at the U.S. Embassy. Because we were on our way to back home to the States, and we couldn't find my passport the day of the flight. And so my dad said, we're going to the U.S. Embassy. He went to the U.S. Embassy, and he's a smooth talker, man. They should not be cutting no passports in a day. And he said, this is my son. He lost his passport. We're going to get one today because we got to go home this afternoon. And sure enough, I don't want to show you this picture because it's terrible. You can tell that my dad was mad at me in this picture. <laughs> you can tell that I had, I, I was, you know, I had to break him to him the news that I couldn't find my passport. I couldn't find, couldn't find the document that we needed to get home. It says here, the authority that gave this, so the Department of State gave me my current passport, but the authority that gave me this passport is U.S. Embassy Madrid. See, I was able to go onto American soil overseas and still get a passport. Why? Because I could prove to them that I was a citizen of the country that they represented. When you come into here, praise is your passport. Praise is your passport. I'm telling you right now, what we just experienced with the music, what we just experienced with the worship, that is just a, a preview of what heaven is going to be like. That is just a glimpse of heavenly territory. We aren't even in there yet. We haven't, no eye has seen, no ear has heard the things that God is going to do in this house. But we must come in here with the right passport. We gotta have the right documentation, which is praise and thanksgiving. I don't know what kind of week you had, but I'm gonna thank him for everything I got. I'm gonna walk into this building and say, thank you God, I made it through another week. Oh, my cousin might be mad at me. My boss might hate me, but I can still still give God some praise. I can still thank him. I can still praise him. I can still worship him. I wish I had an organ in this church right now. (laughs) Praise is the passport. Praise is the passport. Don't forget your passport, church. Don't forget your passport. You can't go anywhere without your passport. My grandfather forgot his passport one time. (laughs) He was a missionary for over 52 years. A lot of airplanes, a lot of travel. And he tried to convince the lady at TSA to let him onto the flight with just a prayer card. It was just a picture of him and my grandma, like, pray for us. We're missionaries to Africa. He said, this is me. I said, Grandpa, they ain't going to let you in with a prayer card. Anybody could make a business card that says pray for us. you got to have an official document. An official document into the presence of God is praise and thanksgiving and gratitude and gratefulness. That's why I love when we worship, because we can come into his courts with praise. We can come into his presence with thanksgiving. We have access now, because Christ died on the cross, we now have access to the presence of God. Be careful what gets your praise.
be careful what kind of passport you carry. Because if you carry the wrong passport, you'll be taken to the wrong place. If you carry negativity, you'll only end up in a negative kingdom. If you carry complaining, you'll only end up in a complaining kingdom. I would say that your house can be sacred soil as well. And if you carry the passport of the presence into your house, then it can become sacred ground. If you carry the passport of praise into your cubicle, it can become sacred ground. As a matter of fact, whatever passport you bring into a place is the presence that will follow. Do you think that I'd wake up every single Sunday and want to do this job? Not a trick question. Whether I want to do this job or not, Thanksgiving must always be on my lips. It's hard to be a pastor right now, hard to be a leader, but if praise is the first thing out of my mouth, then I will ensure that this territory, the, 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 the kingdom territory that I am the ambassador of, remains sacred and remains holy. And let me tell you right now, it's, there is a war right outside this embassy. And it's a war for your soul. There's a war right outside this territory. And you feel it. I know you do because I feel it too. Let me tell you right now, kingdom people understand that praise is their passport. That we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but instead we are fighting in the, earth, in the, in the heavenly realms, in spiritual realms, principalities that you cannot see. But we wage war in the spirit through praise. Am I preaching today to anybody? Just trying to reorientate our priorities. I've seen some crazy stuff this week. Have you seen some crazy stuff this week? I've seen some crazy stuff this week. Not even on like one side or the other, just crazy Americans. Period. Regardless of preference, voter style, skin color, I've just seen crazy stuff. And I just want to remind you that we are not citizens of this earth. We are citizens of heaven. Salvation confirms citizenship into the kingdom. Ephesians 2, verse 19 says, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. It's good news for all of us that are believers today. You're no longer a stranger to God. God is not surprised by you. He loves you. He created you, and we are citizens of his family. If we're not careful, we will misprioritize our allegiance, and we will be American first and not kingdom first. As a matter of fact, it scared me a little bit this week. I saw a great prayer. I was reading through the prayer, and it was awesome. It was about unity. All the things that, you know, we pray for during times like these, peace. And it was a really great prayer. At the very end of the prayer, it said, in the name of the United States of America. And I thought to myself, Do this, does this person even know that Jesus is not American? Does this person even know that they probably would not recognize Jesus if he walked into the room? 
They didn't pray in Jesus' name. They prayed in the, in United, in the name of the USA. And I thought to myself, where did we miss it? Are, am, are we proud to be Americans? Absolutely. Are we grateful to be in this country, the best country in the world? Absolutely. I'm so grateful for my freedom. I kiss the ground whenever I come back. But I'm not praying in the name of the United States of America. I'm not praying in the name of Donald J. Trump. I'm not praying in the name of Joe Biden. I'm not praying in the name of Bill Clinton or Mitt Romney or Ted Cruz or Barack Obama or Michelle Obama. I am not praying in anyone's name or in any country or in any citizenship except for the kingdom of God in Jesus' name because it is through Jesus only that we have access to the Father. It is through Jesus only that we can get into the presence of God. It is through Jesus only that I am a citizen of heaven. No one else gave me my rights to the kingdom except for Jesus and what he did on the cross. No one else died on the the cross for me none of y'all died on the cross for me no one on tv died on the cross for me but jesus the lamb that was slain the spotless one the perfect one the holy one laid on that cross for me and for you and for that i surrender my life and i pledge allegiance to the cross the cross of jesus i'm a legion to Jesus and if we can remember that when we come in here we can make a difference when we go out there we can make a difference at both of our campuses and online we're going to be partaking communion in just a few moments the Lord brought this to me like what is the independence day of the kingdom What's the Independence Day of the kingdom? If, if our Independence Day here in America is July 4th, blow stuff up, you know, light it on fire, eat the hot dogs, you know, do the whole deal. Our Independence Day for the kingdom was the day Christ died on the cross because we were separated from our sin. We were rescued from all the oppression of the dark nature of the enemy. We were torn. We, 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 were, we were torn apart from our darkness and we were ushered into the kingdom of light. So when we take communion, we are celebrating our independence. As kingdom citizens, we are saying happy Independence Day because I am covered by the blood of Jesus. It is the seal. There's no seal on this podium because there was a seal in blood on the cross. We are citizens of heaven. We are no longer strangers and aliens. We will not pray in the name of the United States of America. We will pray in the name of Jesus. And if we could get this as a church, if we could get this as a church, oh, unstoppable. Because we'll be the only beacon of light in the whole city. We'll be the only people in the kingdom that understand where our citizenship is at. When we understand this, we can become the light in the darkness. But what I see sometimes is we just blend right in. I don't want to blend right in. I want to keep my eyes fixed on the prize. That everything is behind me. Earlier in that verse in Philippians, he says, everything behind me. I press towards the goal. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. I am kingdom-minded, kingdom-focused. My eyes are way above these things on earth. Americans, second. Kingdom citizens, first.
Okay. We are kingdom citizens. Let's pray. Father, we need your presence. Why don't you stand to your feet all across this room? We need you, God. Let's just take a couple moments to repent. If, we, if we've misprioritized our, our allegiance this week, let's just repent. If we've made it about earthly things, let's just repent. Father God, we repent right now. If you're online, begin to repent right now. Father, we repent. We turn from our wicked ways and we follow you. God, if there's anything in our hearts that does not belong to you, that does not belong to you, we repent right now. And we say we are kingdom citizens. We are citizens of heaven and not citizens of earth. Our stay here is temporary. We are in an Airbnb here on earth. But we know that our permanent place, our mansion, our house is stored up. Our treasures are stored up in heaven. Hallelujah. Come on, just begin to lift your voice. Begin to say, say, Jesus, I love you. Just begin to say, King Jesus, I love you. You're my king. You're my savior. You're my Lord. I pledge allegiance to you. Hallelujah. You and you alone. You first. Hallelujah. No name above any other name. We stand for unity in Jesus' name. We are kingdom citizens on sacred ground, on holy ground. A window of heaven is about to open up over this church. A window of heaven is about to open up, and our passport is praise. So bring your passport with you right now and just begin to thank God for his goodness. Begin to thank him for his grace. Begin to thank him for his mercy. Begin to thank him for who he is. Come on, begin to pray in the spirit. You need to pray in the spirit. You need to wage war in the spirit right now. We worship you, Jesus. We praise you, God. Come on, begin to pray. Prophesy, begin to usher in the presence of God. Hallelujah. We worship you. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. This ministry is made possible because of the generosity of many people just like you. To partner with us, you can click the link in our description or visit www.givetofocus.com. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe now and share it with a friend. For more inspirational content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash focuschurch. Join us next week for another incredible message.